You're listening to the Unfreak Parents Podcast, episode 076. You're seen to chat about life, family, and of course, Humphreys McGee. I'm Sarah Dehemiak, podcast host, writer, mom of three, wife, and total Umfreak. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured a recap of the first two nights of the Athens-Georgia run, October 17th and 18th at the Georgia Theater. That episode as well featured a little recap of the Joel solo show on October 18th. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen if you'd like to. This week, we'll cover the third night of the Athens-Georgia run at the Georgia Theater on October 19th, as well as the show on October 23rd at the Mill and Mine in Knoxville, Tennessee. Before we dive into that, I'd like to quickly mention, if you're looking to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, prints, your band that's going on tour, or your small business that's looking to work with some like-minded folks, Umfreak Parents Podcast would love to help you get the word out. With ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more, Umfreak Parents Podcast can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow Umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow Um family. Email umfreakparentspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. Quickly, have to mention, of course, recently announced a little string of West Coast dates following the Asheville run in February and right before Iceland. They are February 26th at the Midtown Ballroom in Bend, Oregon, February 27th at the McDonald Theater in Eugene, Oregon, February 28th at the Crystal Ballroom in Portland, Oregon, February 29th at the Showbox Soto in Seattle, Washington, March 12th at the Observatory North Park in San Diego, California, March 13th at the Wiltern in Los Angeles, California, March 14th at the Fox Theater in Oakland, California, and March 15th at Terrapin Crossroads in San Rafael, California. March 15th also happens to be Phil Lesh's birthday, and if you did not know, Terrapin Crossroads is Phil's space. All sorts of people come through there and play music, have played music, continue to play music. Um, They have a very full events calendar on their website um so this place is really really cool certainly on my bucket list to get to eventually um i'll throw a link in the show notes for the place um so you can check it out if you haven't seen it before tickets are already on sale for this west coast run so i'm not sure what may be sold out but you can find a link to all the ticket information for these shows in the show notes all right so let's get to it the final night of the three nights in Athens, Georgia at the Georgia Theater. Before the show for the evening would get started, a UM VIP set was played. This show could start off with Sociable Jimmy, containing what I thought was one of the standout jams from the weekend, beginning a little after five minutes. And I also felt um, the jam inside of Domino Theory that came next was also a highlight. 
I've mentioned before how I'm not the biggest fan of the lyrical part of Domino Theory, but it is a great jumping off point for a killer adventure. Mullet Over coming out next before heading into thin air. Joel asked the crowd to vote via cheering what they would like to hear at the VIP sets. More commonly played um songs or more rarities. And obviously the correct answer here is more rarities. <laughs> um, giving a, us a mix of both with the aforementioned thin air and then diving way, way deep into the vault pulling out the Joel original tune, Rising Bird. This one only played one other time, February 14th, 2003, at the Canopy Club in Urbana, Illinois, 1,908 shows ago. That is just insane. This song is featured on Joel's album from 1995 called Suspended in Time, an epic, this album also featured Orfeo and a cover of the fish tune Megilla. According to the Wikipedia page about the album, which I will link in the show notes, this album has long been out of print, but there were a few available at merch during the run. So if you were able to snag one, that was probably pretty cool. Those in attendance were treated to Bayless reciting the first verse of the song in his best William Shatner impression, we did not get the second verse, however, because Bayliss admitted that he couldn't remember the words. Push the Pig closing out the 45-minute set, getting real filthy about five minutes, rounding the corner about a minute and a half later, opening up more, continuing on, and waltzing confidently back into Push the Pig. Finally, to wrap up this massive weekend, night three would begin with the new walkout tune, Unsung Hero, debuted this past summer camp uh, to start the Sunday day set. Really love the authority behind that. Jumping right into Miss Tinkles from there, allowing this to wander off slightly after three minutes. Coming back into Tinkles about five minutes later, fully exploding back in slightly after nine minutes. In the Black next, followed by Utopian, that would contain the Rage Against the Machine tune bomb track as the break song not staying in that space for very long before going back into Utopian, dancing off on its own merry way slightly after five minutes, putting the brakes on about 11 and a half in, deciding to drive it back into Utopian, happily heading into Crucial Taunt next, intentions clear after that, sinking in slightly after four and a half, emerging out about five minutes later, beautifully walking into North Route, and sweetly bringing the first set to a close with Haji. The second set would open with the Ryan Stasek penned tune for tour manager Bobby Haight, Hanging Chads. Only the second time this has been played debuted last year on October 18th at the Canopy Club. I love the jam in the studio version of this song, and this one expands on that slightly after two and a half, allowing it to adventure out for about four minutes, but reeling it back in for a little bit before building up again and soaring back into the lyrics. No doubt that was a lot of fun to catch live. Sliding right into Bridgeless, getting comfortable in its jam slightly after six minutes, opening up this dance party, and I am all about this one. <laughs> Bridgeless is my one of my favorite Umphreys tunes anyways. I actually have lyrics tattooed across my back. 
But they sunk into that, and it was instant kitchen dance parties going down, calming it down a bit about 10 minutes, but perking itself up two minutes later, grooving right back into that same jam, rounding the corner about 13 minutes, and leaving Bridgeless in the rearview mirror, but not for super long, first skipping merrily into Whistle Kids that at the end would gather itself all up and slam back into Bridgeless beautiful sandwich. A cover of the Sturgill Simpson tune called The Arms Next played five times, including this most recent one, not played since last year at Summer Camp Music Festival um, on May 25th. Party and Peeps Next featuring a very, very nice Stairway to Heaven tease before it. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that that is one that I've mentioned I thought would be really killer for them to do. I thought that we were going to get it during the Zeppelin set at Red Rocks, but I personally feel that the whole thing that was going on with Jeff Austin at the time may have been too much for them to play if it was on the docket. Again, I have no idea if it was or it wasn't. That's just personal uh, speculation on that idea. So it's still on the table. Iceland, maybe. That would be pretty sick to get Stairway to Heaven in Iceland. I mean, you're pretty... You're pretty far north, so I think it would be perfect. Cemetery Walk next, followed by Cemetery Walk 2 to close out the second set. Dancing out slightly after three minutes, going way out, stretching as far as possible before snapping back into Cemetery Walk 2 to bring this set home. Encore, a full band wait around, followed by Mulches, giving us one more adventure starting slightly after four minutes. Stasic laying down some serious thickness as this chugs on, beginning to move this train back into the station about three minutes later to close out this amazing weekend of music. Finally this week, October 23rd, the band played at the Mill and Mine in Knoxville, Tennessee. The first time they would play this stage, but not the first time they would play this city, playing here 21 times, including this most recent stop, making a stop almost every year since their first time back in 2002 on October 14th, the only two years not making it to Knoxville, 2009 and 2012. This evening would begin with the walkout tune, Le Blitz, that slides very nicely into Space Funk Booty for a few minutes before stomping right into Little Gift, another one that has been seeing some serious growth throughout 2019, beginning to venture off slightly after three minutes. And I did want to mention, if you're looking for a really killer Little Gift from 2019, personal favorite, the one from March 23rd in Cleveland, definitely top-notch. Give it a listen if you haven't. This one coming back to earth about six minutes later and sweetly flows into two by two, moving into the jam very ominously, starting about seven minutes, continuing on this very interesting adventure as it moves into the dramatic conclusion of two by two. With the placement of this next song, Push and Pull, it becomes obvious that this was a Stasic set list. And if you didn't know, most times when a set list has an ebb and flow of this nature, it's Stasic behind it. In a dramatic whirlwind, it builds up and bursts into Robot World, listed on Nugs as quote-unquote 
big robot world at the time of me working on this episode. They may have changed it by now, but that's what it was the day after, and it most certainly was a highlight, I believe, from the entire evening, really beginning to sink its heels in early on, before three and a half, sort of putting the brakes on a couple minutes later, but only really to collect its thoughts as it plans its next course of action, forging forward and continuing on even ground for just a little bit, and then turning the corner about 10 minutes, opening up to reveal this really fun little dance party. About 13 minutes, it sashays into a very nice little tease of Billie Jean by Michael Jackson, Loose Ends next, and the Fussy Dutchman coming out to close out the first set. Set two, a wonderful and meaty all-in-time sandwich, sweetly floating off about four minutes, beginning to pick up momentum a few minutes later as it continues on. A lot of hopefulness to this jam, coming down to earth and leaving all-in-time, feeling like it was completely forgotten at this point, and marching into Last Train Home by Pat Metheny performed 20 times, including here, but has not been seen since summer camp 2017 on May 27th during the VIP set in the Three Sisters Church. So that was certainly a beautiful little treat. Changing directions completely, and as Bayla says, stepping it up a notch with Roctopus next, followed by a full in the kitchen, sinking really deep slightly after four minutes. Shout out to Stasek here, laying this very dense layer down for a few minutes as the rest of it begins to let go on top and gain more maturity. Starting its its dance back into In the Kitchen slightly after eight minutes. I really enjoy its laid back and cool entrance back in right in there. I really, really like what they did with that. Den being the wondrous dance monster that it is coming out next, a very full of confidence and authority at the same time, very sensual booth love after that, getting to the real gritty of that one slightly before six and a half, leaving it to levitate in the air as it moves into Bad Friday, wandering off slightly after four minutes, really opening up a little bit, Not getting super expansive with it, but bringing it back in, getting dramatic as it moves out, building nervous anticipation, and then bursting into the conclusion of All in Time to close out the second set. Encore, one song and a personal favorite that they do. I Want You, She's So Heavy by The Beatles, covered 32 times totally, and was played one other time this year, March 10th at the Hive in Sandpoint, Idaho. If you've not heard them do this one, I highly, highly suggest that you do. And I feel like I've told this story before, um, but a couple years ago, Paul McCartney was coming to Buffalo, and it was this whole thing with getting tickets and the bots scooping them up all before. It's just like this whole thing. Anyway, So I go on the Paul McCartney message board looking for extras and there's this thread about other musicians, bands, whatever, um, covering Wings, covering Beatles songs. So I had to. I had to leave a couple videos of, 
Umphreys, you know, doing their different uh, Beatles um, covers and Wink covers, etc. And every single person that was in that thread was completely blown away, especially with the video that they shot at Abbey Road Studios of I Want You, She's So Heavy. Everyone was just like, oh my God, who is this? It's so amazing. Um, if you've not seen that video from Abbey Road Studios, I'll throw a link to that in the show notes too because it's freaking awesome. Anyway, that was the last time that I ever posted on there, but I feel like that's all I really needed to do. Who knows? Maybe a uh, new Umphreys fan was born out of my post. I never did get those McCartney tickets still on my bucket list to see him, but I was very happy to share how Umphreys pays tribute to Mr. McCartney because they do such a fantastic job. Anyway, so as I mentioned, that Beatles cover would close out the evening in Knoxville. So that's everything I have for this week's episode of the show. Anything referenced throughout, including the set lists for the shows discussed, as well as where you can listen to them, can be found in the show notes. If you have any questions or comments about anything talked about in this show or any other episode, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you guys, so please do not hesitate to contact the show. How you can do that is in the show notes as well. And thank you again so much for joining me. I will see you around these parts next week. Much obliged.